it is Cyber Monday, and you what's know up, what team? That means. You know what that means, Evan or anybody listening. Text your girlfriend or husband or friends with benefits. All the things you'd like to uh, buy for them from Home Field Apparel. Uh, if you're listening to this on Monday, you do still have time to take advantage of the 20% Black Friday deals at Home Field Apparel. If you aren't listening to this on Monday, use code BEARS12 for 15% off, but they have a ton of awesome stuff out there. Let's say that, I don't know, for instance, you are just a big USC Trojans fan. Uh, I don't know if they have them on there. Perhaps a newfound USC Trojans fan. Maybe, Maybe so. you just moved to the state and you need some USC gear. Maybe you've got a bunch of crimson and cream Jordans to get rid of, and now you got some extra cash, and you're going to go see what they've got in USC merch. This is and for you. The USC collection is actually super dope. Yeah. It's actually really, really good. Anyway, yes, 20% ends Monday night. Uh, if you are late on that and you're listening on Tuesday, shame on you. Listen when this first drops on Monday. Uh, but if Notifications on, Tuesday, on. Bring those bells. Come on now. Uh, if you're listening on Tuesday or later, use code BEARS12 for 15% off. Uh, perfect gifts for any sports fan in your life. Gifts cards are available as well. Uh, and they got stickers now. So I'm really hoping they drop some <laughs> stickers here pretty soon. I could use some stuff. Oh, Evan, I'm tired. Um, it seems to be a running theme. Uh, it takes me a couple days to recover because the last month of college football has just been... Well, for us, very fun, but also just the dumbest goddamn sport. It's been dumb as hell. It has been, been stupid. And I love it. I I really thought that the the biggest news of this week would be the Napier to Florida um hiring or maybe Talk Dyke, about maybe, a blip. Maybe yeah, maybe Dykes would be announced at TCU and maybe that would be the biggest thing. Uh, well, did something else happen? Did something else did happen, and uh, the OU fans are in sh- shambles. Lincoln uh, Riley, in the dark of Sunday afternoon, uh, announced not he didn't announce it. It was uh, I, I forget who broke it absolutely first, but it it got leaked to all of the the normal names in college football media that he was uh, accepting the USC job. And that's Southern California, not South Carolina. I understand how those could get confused. Both but, upgrades uh, as far as geography. It has been a bloodletting since. I, I I really don't know where to start. We could start with the recruits. We could start with the interim coach. We could start with uh, the newscaster uh, who does the coaches show for OU, who tweeted the, all my friends are just out of frame <laughs> with me tweet. Um, where where would you like to start? Because my head is still kind of spinning. Uh, okay, I'm going to give my short form take on all of it. Yeah. And then I think we can kind of expand out a little bit from there and tackle different pieces of it. Okay. I think that Lincoln Riley is going to get a lot of flack for a long time from Oklahoma fans only. I think everyone everywhere else is like, well, yeah, of course he did. Yeah. You think you think he wants to live in Norman as a millionaire? What are you going to do with that? Nothing. He's going to LA. He's just a millennial moving to the coast. That's all he is. <laughs> you know, you can you can take the the man out of the millennial, but you can't take the millennial out of the man. He's going to go find himself. I think the most interesting like there's a lot of football things to be interested in about this, but this is between two bears. This isn't <laughs> This isn't really a football podcast. 
I think the most interesting thing is just how fast the heads of OU fans are spinning. Uh, yeah. They are vacillating so violently between we are OU, we can go get anybody we want, uh, all the way they do a complete 180 uh, over to, well, actually Lincoln nuked this program and we're going to become Kansas State. Like it is, it is very, it is it's almost great. painful to watch. It, I don't think so. I am. This is the least pain I've felt in six years. Yeah, pain that's free. true. I guess, I guess because I suffer from really bad secondhand embarrassment. Maybe that's what I'm yeah. feeling. Like if, I, if a uh, dude strikes out with a girl in a movie or something and like American Pie made me viscerally cringe, like my entire body cringed multiple times. So maybe that's what I'm feeling here. Yeah. Well, and like I feel that this is a unique feeling for me to be on the other side of college football fans watching other college football fans go through the five stages of grief, right? Like Baylor has had had – we've had our serving – of that process over the last half decade on multiple different occasions. Oklahoma fans, this is their first time going through this since I think um, I saw it was like 1945 or 46 since their coach was hired away. So there's people, anyone under 75 years old, this is a completely unique experience to them. And I can't wait to watch them figure it out because they're going to be fine. Like the world's falling over the next week or so, but like they're going to be fine they they're not going to win any less games in the SEC than they were going to. They're still not going to be good. As as a naturally positive person, a naturally optimistic person, I am still very much confident that Dave Rand is not going anywhere. But he still could. And we saw yeah. Matt Rule up and leave, and we saw the guy before that uh, leave for various reasons. And so I do think that part what of Jim my, leave for I don't know. Uh, part of my secondhand embarrassment, I think, is probably from trauma, like sports yeah. trauma, little t sports trauma. But mm. I do think that watching the OU fan base go through this is funny to me, but it is also like, whew, the, as soon as we start laughing, I feel like something bad is going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I really don't want it to because, and we will jump into the actual sports that happened this past week. But because Baylor is going to a championship game in year two of Dave Aranda. And the last time that happened, dot, dot, dot. We were so, close. So um, the other <laughs> the other notes uh, that we needed to pull from Sunday, um, just Twitter was ablaze. I was talking with a couple other people, and it was the most fun that a lot of us have had on Twitter, probably since the Pole Assassin situation. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was I, – I very rarely get into this zone – but I found myself in it yesterday. I wasn't even opening the Twitter app. I was forced touching the icon on my home screen, composing <laughs> from my home screen, and then doing it again. I wasn't scrolling at all. <laughs> it was incredible. Some some notable items that came out was, of course, the uh, the newscaster who d- does do the OU coaches show, uh, letting everybody know that uh, he he got word that Lincoln Riley would be three to four hours late, which is <clears throat> probably not a great idea, probably not a great sign to begin with. And then he gets uh, a call that Lincoln Riley will not be showing up at all. And so his response to this was to take a selfie with him looking 
up and to the left, uh, out of screen in a very pensive. Um, we That's just his angle. Face. Yeah, it's just. You I don't have an angle? angle. No, I don't have an angle. None of Me my neither. angles are good. All of my <laughs> angles are round. It is just the same gradient of roundness, no matter what angle you look at. Uh, yeah, it was just a very odd. And then there was the Republican candidate for Oklahoma State Treasurer tweeting about like all of the new taxes that Lincoln will have to pay in California. Just very weird angles to take. Yeah, across across the state. Um, and just, I you know we can we can sit here and meander through all of our different feelings and stuff. I do have. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say I do have a question for you. Who is the worst Big 12 team that you think would have won the Pac-12 this year? I the think it's worst, Kansas State. I the think the worst Big 12 team to win if the they Pac-12. were if, if that was in the Pac-12, who, like what's the worst team in the conference that you think could have won it cuz the Pac-12 so, stinks. They stink. So Stanford beat Oregon and Kansas State beat Stanford. Um Kansas State would I think have some problem with that Utah team. Um, I de- if we go top down, Oklahoma State absolutely would. I'm pretty sure Baylor would. I think that yeah. Baylor Utah game would be a good one, but well, I think Baylor would win. Baylor beat the shit out of BYU, and BYU beat half the Pac-12. Yep, that's true. Um, that's very true. That's Baylor put it on. BYU. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So confident in Baylor. Um, pretty confident in Oklahoma, honestly. Yeah. Um, although I could see that Utah defense whooping up on OU. Yeah. Um, what other teams are in the Big Twelve? And this is why we need you to write in, folks, and let us know what teams are in the Big Twelve. I think I think Baylor, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Kansas State. I do think Iowa State could. Uh, yeah, and, and, I think and that's I my think five. Good, I, I think good Iowa State could, and I think. Well, you, I think you, in a you, would, you would definitely see Kansas State in the championship game. Yeah. Yeah. They stink. Yeah, that's a fun exercise. I like that. They stink. I'm trying to figure out what record Kansas would have in the Pac-12. Wouldn't finish last. They wouldn't finish last. Wouldn't finish last. Um, absolutely not. Uh, anything else on the Lincoln-Riley to USC? Just – yeah, Very man, weird. I'm excited. I think I think if I zoom out from being a Baylor fan and just someone who likes to watch college football, I think there's a few teams in this category where like if this team is great, college football is better. I think uh, I think Texas is in that category. I think USC is also firmly in that category. I think Florida yeah. is there. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to to give a hoot about Pac-12 after dark games because right now. I just lose money on them. That's all I do. It'd be great to be able to watch them on TV. Yeah. Here we are. All right. Um, So I I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of smarter people that say a lot of smarter things about Lincoln Uh Rally to USC. And some of the names that have come out of the coaching search and rumor mill so far, Brent Venables, which is, I think, very funny. And I'm, I'm not going to dive into it. I just think it's very funny. Bob Stoops will be the interim coach, which I also think is very funny. Um, I, I have seen like Lane Kiffin mentioned. I have heard uh, pining for Dave Aranda or Matt Rule, which is. Oh, my God. If Matt remarkable. Rule went there, I would I would die a happy man. 
You are you are now the Oklahoma AD. Who do you choose? I want your real answer. Who do you choose for head coach? Assuming that you have an unlimited budget, which Oklahoma yeah. does not, um, and assuming they would say yes, which they probably would. Yeah. Before I answer this, I want to get your your opinion on how I'm going to think about this. Do you think, let's say the top 35 jobs in the country, do you think when those jobs come open, they they just like, you know how high school athletes will always post like postcards of all the schools trying to recruit them. Do sure. you think, do you think Saban gets that treatment? Like every December <laughs> he's got like 40 letters around him and he has like a fake Instagram. He posts it all to Like, do you think nah. Oklahoma will even send yeah. a flyer to Saban or like Dabo I, I, or people kind of in that realm? Yeah. I, I think there's like, too. I think there's like five schools with the balls to even reach out to people connected to Saban. Because yeah. I don't think it actually gets all the way to him. It probably Oklahoma would probably make that five. It it would be obviously LSU, Oklahoma, Texas. Um, I don't think Michigan would. I don't know that USC would just because I don't know that they would want that fit. Yeah, I, yeah, I think Oklahoma probably sent some feelers out or will. Uh, yeah. I do not think they will be received. <laughs> I do not think yeah. they will be returned. Um, um, I don't know. I feel I feel like to answer your question in a way that's interesting requires me to be more smart than I am. Yeah. But if I'm just reaching out to somebody, I want someone who is going to be able to develop a quarterback. I think that's important. And it, and one thing about Oklahoma, they they love a finished product at quarterback. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> the, the, let me they tell you, bar- they are buying aftermarket parts. The I'm going to I think I have this information in my head. Who are the last two quarterbacks that Oklahoma recruited and started? What well, let's take Caleb Williams and Spencer Rattler out of the equation. Before that, let's go one before that. Um who was before Baker? Um, I'll tell you who. It was Trevor Knight. It was Trevor, Trevor Knight. Knight. Yeah. I was going to say Blake Bell, Trevor Knight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gross. Yep. Gross. No, not fantastic. Um Anyway, I I feel like we have covered quite enough about that. Um, just just a very shocking long day on Twitter yesterday. I, I I really felt that way when I got ready for bed. Like I, I'm you know I'm on Twitter most days, most of the day during most days, and I felt like I was clocking out of work. Like I felt like I was punching a time clock going to bed. I was like, all right, I've put in my hours. I've earned this. I've tilled the land. <laughs> We did good work yesterday. <laughs> good work yesterday. Um, no tailgate is complete without a grill, and no grill is complete without gridiron metalworks. Uh, did you see that I fired up a brisket on the Traeger yesterday? I did. It looked great. I got some. I got some not safe for work. So that pictures of that brisket last night, and uh, it was leaking. It, it was, was leaking. leaking. It, it was, was leaking. leaking. Um, yeah, I got a little impatient with it. It, it ended up being like a C plus B minus, but for a first time, I'll, I'll take that. Uh, but at Gridiron Metalworks, you can find collegiate branded grill grates and griddles for every grill with every Big 12 team available. Uh, don't see your grill among those listed? Don't worry. You can enter your dimensions and get a custom cut grill grate or griddle, which is very good because it looks like I'm going to be joining the flat top griddle family around Christmas. Very excited. Nice. Um, plus, Gridiron offers a variety of home decor items, including flower pots, stainless steel bookends, and coasters, can coolers all in actual school colors. With the holidays here, these are the perfect gift for the hard to shop for. We can almost guarantee you'll find something from Gridiron that someone on your holiday shopping list 
doesn't have. High quality, custom cut, made in the USA. Use code BEARS12 and you'll get 15% off your first purchase. Visit gridironmetal.com. Matt, did you know uh, I spent some money at Gridiron today? Did you really? I did. I uh, I have a job, and we're doing a Secret Santa, and mm-hmm. my, my the person I'm shopping for, Cecile, if you're listening, hang up now, um, she went to Duke. So I went on to the old Gridiron machine, mm-hmm. typed in Duke, bought her some yep. bookends. They'll nice. be here. They'll be here by Friday, from what I hear. I, I say I say it most weeks, but the bookends are really cool. Yeah, <laughs> the bookends look really good. Um, now, speaking of smoked beef, for our Longhorn listeners out there, there is still football happening. Um, I know that there was hope for a bowl game invite, but unfortunately, there are eighty-two teams with six wins. Does not really Texas. qualify. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you are the 84th best team in the country. And you could have used the extra practice. I'm just just missed the cutoff. Just just missed it. Hey, maybe next Um, year you'll crack that top 75. We're we're rooting for you. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Oklahoma State wins in, again, a very exhausting experience on Saturday night. I think that really fed the exhaustion that I derived from Sunday. Bedlam was absolutely insane. Um, I think uh, Spencer Hall tweeted that uh, I'm experiencing something new on a drive that I didn't. Every single drive of Bedlam, something new happens that I didn't know existed or something yeah. like that. And it sure felt like it. Um, there were muffed punts. There were Definitely. fumbles. There, were, uh, there was a player kicking the ball out of bounds on purpose. It was a, a wild, wild evening, uh, and Oklahoma State came through for Baylor um, and won in Bedlam. Uh, and after Baylor's uh, less-than-ideal win over Texas Tech, that leads uh, Oklahoma State and Baylor uh, to play in the Big 12 championship game Saturday, 11 and a.m. that game is going to be Stadium. ugly. That game is going to be gross. It's... Not a- yeah, it's not a lick of offense gross. to be found in that game, and not and, and not for not for lack of talent either. Not for lack of talent, it is just going to be two big angry defenses playing each other, and um, and it just depends on you know who can be a little less ugly on offense. Um, we I don't think we really know who is starting for Baylor yet, Shapin or Bohannon. Uh, I believe Dave Aranda said today that Bohannon is day to day, which is. Kind of how you have to play a hamstring injury. And honestly, you know, if I'm Baylor, you don't want this to turn into a multi-month situation and have him hobbled in the offseason as well. I, I probably rest him here, even though that sucks to say. Shapin, yeah. aside from two or three throws, wasn't terrible. Wasn't terrible. Tech. Um, I'm not saying he was great because there were two prime opportunities for Texas Tech to intercept the ball and run it all the way back Yeah, uh, for six points. Uh, luckily, uh, there was some um, uh, intervention there, uh, divine or otherwise. So, again, Baylor gets out with the win. Hey, win, win however you can. Never apologize for it. Uh, Baylor wins versus Texas Tech. I was there for the first half and change. Um, mm-hmm. Really fun to, to meet some people. Got to meet, see some people that I haven't seen in a long time and, and, and meet some new people face-to-face. It was, it was pretty good. Um, shout out to some of our patrons. I got to meet Kevin, one of our patrons out there. That was really, really cool. Sat with him for a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really know how to feel 
going into this game other than we are now playing with more house money than we were expecting to have. Yeah. And I think this is, I was thinking about this today. This is such an interesting feeling to be so excited to be in the championship game, but um, I'm happy to be here. You know, I'm just yeah. happy to be here. And one, one more quarterback note before we finish moving on, um, no matter who starts for Baylor, they will be the best quarterback in that football game. So qu- quarterback play will not be the determining factor in this one. I think, I think it does depend on how you define best, Evan. Um, able to play quarterback well. Able to play quarterback well. <laughs> I think Spencer Sanders has a lot of, like, Jordan Clarkson, if you're an NBA fan, in him. He has a lot of Lou Williams mm-hmm. in him. There are times where Spencer Sanders can just black out and play really, really well for two or three drives at a time. Mm-hmm. And then he... He just goes back to the bench mentally. It, it's it's very weird to see, but that is the Spencer Sanders experience through some mind-numbing picks, uh, maybe just one, um, but just very bad throws on occasion. But the dude can he can move, he can run, and you know it's it's it showed up in the game that Baylor lost uh, in Stillwater, and it showed up in Bedlam. Um, the, the dude is talented, but you're right, the consistency is not quite there. So. Hoping the bad Sanders shows up and the good Shapen or healthy Bahannon shows up on Saturday. Do you have a prediction? Oklahoma State is a six and a half point favorite. Do you have any lean whatsoever on what's going to happen? Yeah, I I don't. From what I've gathered the last few years about Dave Aranda, he, he's not the kind of guy who is going to get beat twice by, by a, a coach. Um, not in the same way. I think he, he hasn't, he hasn't lost to a coach twice since he got here. So that's something to think about. <laughs> He's got one loss <laughs> to every single coach in the conference. Um, uh, uh, not Kansas. I'm sorry. We, we have not, lost well, no, to Kansas. I, sorry. The serious coach. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't have a real read on it, but uh, I, I think if healthy Gary shows up, or mostly healthy Gary, or just a Gary that can convince them that he's healthy, I think we win. Uh, I think the defense will be ready. I think whoever gets to 14 first is going to win, so hopefully we get there quick and then hold on. I think this is about as close to a pick as a 6.5 spread can be. Does that make yeah, sense? That's fair. That's a fair way to look at it. I think either team is going to win by either four, seven, or 10, and that's it. I do not think it gets larger than that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see how the Oklahoma fan base handles being on a, a neutral field because I feel like... Um, well, the, st- Oklahoma fan base, the Oklahoma fan base won't be on a neutral field. Oh, did I say Oklahoma? They, Oklahoma the Oklahoma State. fan base will be uh, online on Saturday. <laughs> so. Do they have internet there now? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. That is how there'll the, be a wind star USC, watching the game. That is how the USC sent the Zoom invite over to Lincoln Riley. Uh, no, I I think Stillwater is a top. I don't I don't think it's a, a hot take to say it's a top five, top ten place to play, um, or scariest place to play. I don't know if that same energy will will come through from the from the fan base in a big ass Cowboy Stadium where you can't bang those paddles. I'm assuming you can't, and there's more than six and a half yards of outside of bounds area to stand around. I think Baylor wins this one, man. I do. I will. I'm, I'm tentatively optimistic. Does that, is that fair? Yeah, I think so. 
Uh, a lot of people, though, it, it some some breaking news while we're on the pod. Um, it I looks saw like it. it looks like the latest target in the LSU coaching search may be Notre Dame's Brian Kelly. Sources tell the Athletic, Brody Miller is tweeting this. Was told LSU reached out to Kelly early in the process, and now it may be pursuing him more. Uh, Bruce Feldman, Pete Sampson, and Brody Miller. Uh, is Brian him. Kelly a good coach? Yeah, he's a good coach. Yeah, he. You think he's, so? He's been extremely consistent. He has put Notre Dame, who cannot recruit every single player, uh, into the playoff. They got to a championship game. Yeah, they're, he's he's a good coach. He's a good. But coach. they play. I mean, I believe you. I think you're smarter than me. But I just when when they make it to the playoff most years, it's because they play an easy schedule and sprinkle in one and a half good games. That the, is because the, the, they cannot the resume the level of athlete that. Alabama or Oklahoma or anybody else can. So yeah, I think he's a really good coach and this makes sense for LSU. Brian Kelly is a proud dude and he wants another shot at a national championship and he can probably do that at LSU. Um, a lot of people making money via the internet and phone lines and, uh, Hey, you know that, you know, another way you can make money on the internet. Uh, How's that Matt? Uh, symbol is the stock market for sports. <laughs> I am a professional, goddammit, for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks. Uh, and every time your teams win, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low and sell high. I cannot emphasize that enough. Buy low, sell high. And earn cash payouts when your teams win. Visit www.symbol.com, S-I-M-B-U-L-L.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use the promo code BEARS12 for a money-back guarantee. That's BEARS12. Symbol is offering a money-back guarantee. We talked about it last couple weeks. You can just sign up. And if you lose money in your first 90 days and you're like, actually, that sucked. I didn't like losing money. They'll just give you your money back. They'll refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Again, symbol.com, use the promo code BEARS12, BEARS12, and your deposit will have a money-back guarantee up to $500. Join and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams today. Do it. Um, anything else on the football side of things, Evan? There's some other things that we need to speak about. Um, I hate to talk about SEC football at all, but the Iron Bowl was so goddamn stupid this year. I watched the was, whole thing. It was very stupid. I mean, that it, it has an impact on on Baylor, should Baylor choose to yeah. win uh, the championship game. Um, Alabama losing really would have helped, but Auburn literally cannot read the rules of the football playbook. Freshman, man, it is just very difficult to trust freshmen with any kind of responsibility. I wouldn't have trusted my freshman self with any kind of responsibility. But, no. Um, Tank Bigsby, uh, instead of uh, just falling down, decides to run out of bounds, leads to a long sequence of events where Auburn uh, shit down its own leg, and boy howdy, was it a mess. Um, Alabama comes back uh, and wins um, after being held to three points, I think, uh, through the like halfway through the fourth quarter. Yeah. Just absolutely stupid, just like the Iron Bowl should be, but just not the result that I think a lot of the nation wanted to. We just want to see Alabama die at this point. Not because we have we don't respect their like greatness or anything. Nick Saban's obviously the best coach in the history of college football. Nobody's saying they're bad or they shouldn't be respected. We're just ready for it to be over. Like, come on. Well, and I think the odds of Baylor and Alabama playing in the Sugar Bowl are above 80% at this point. Sure. If, the, if things chalk out. I don't want Bama. I'm I don't either. I'm that says, no thank you, no Bama players. If, if that team shows up and you take out the people who are sitting out for the draft, 
I don't think we lose by less than 24. You know, I think we keep it within two dozen, three dozen. Look, man, I'm an optimistic person, as I stated. Something to think about. I'm also very in tune with reality at times. And after that Georgia situation, which I got over very quickly, the bowl game against Georgia. Yeah, because it went exactly as I expected. Yep. Um, I, uh, I don't I don't want any part of the SEC West or Georgia. Give me any other team. Um, I just we're getting, I don't I don't want Baylor it. is going to be baptized into the new year pretty much no matter what at this point, gang. And it's time that we all emotionally prepare ourselves. We should talk about bowls for a second, because it is likely that if, if Baylor unfortunately does lose the championship game um, or, or wins it, it, we're in a pretty good spot for the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. I think we're a lock. It, it's the first it, it's the best non playoff team for the Big 12. And that's going to be us no matter what. I think if so. I, if I'm reading the room correctly. I think so. I think so. so. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. I have made the unfortunate decision not to go to the championship game. I was very excited when it was looking like Baylor would go, and then Oklahoma State did pull it off and won. Uh, and I, I was very excited about going. I started making plans, and then I was like, ah. We have two, we have two weeks to get ready for Christmas. We're hosting Christmas. My wife mm-hmm. is pregnant. She can't do much around the house. I got to keep her off her feet, and uh, I, I just need to be here. Like it really sucks, but I just have to be here. But yeah, that lines well, up nicely. There. That lines up nicely to maybe meet some people in New Orleans, which I've not been to New Orleans in a while. I don't think you've been to New Orleans recently either. No, I would love to get back sometime. I would love to get there soon. <laughs> Um, but if you and I link up in New Orleans, we'll have to do a, a remote episode there. That'll be oh my gosh, that would be incredible. I uh, as of right now, I have plans to be in Chicago for New Year's Eve. But I have I have one good sports plug in my whole life, and it's my brother's friend's dad, mm-hmm. and he runs the pyro at the Sugar Bowl. So last time Baylor was there, the pyrotechnics. He doesn't run like a pyromaniac out onto the field. No, he doesn't do that. No, that's someone else. Um, he runs the pyrotechnic shit at the stadium so i got to be on the field while the teams ran out i got to stay on the field for the whole game i got to blow up red and black confetti when the teams won um and i, I would have the same setup for this game so i'm gonna be working on my girlfriend to convince her to go for a third time this fall slash winter so could be a lot of fun uh but Baylor definitely going bowling and maybe in year six. That could be that could be pretty fun. Yeah. Baylor basketball had a hell of a weekend over or Thanksgiving break, really. Um, playing in the Bahamas, the bad boy big time mowers, big butts, Brazilian butt lift uh, basketball tournament of the Bahamas 2021. Um, <laughs> Baylor started off with a relatively em- emphatic uh, win over Arizona State after uh, Arizona State came out really hot in the first half. Um, and then Baylor did the thing where they'd pull away in the second. Uh, did you? How much of that game were you able to watch? Um, not much. A lot of moving around last week for me. But I did, I did get to see some of the Michigan State game as I was preparing for my day. I didn't realize it was going to be like an early, early game. Like an earlier yeah, than you would I expect love, game. Morning basketball is very fun, as it turns out. I'm yeah. awake. I'm focused. I, I really enjoyed that. But before Baylor played Michigan State in the championship game, they did play a very uh, close, tense, defensive-oriented game against VCU. VCU um, really kind of staying with that havoc defense that Shaka Smart installed there and uh, very effective. VCU always has 
really, really strong athletes. And, uh, it showed, uh, the press gave Baylor a little bit of a trouble. Um, but Baylor was just better, a little bit more disciplined, shot the ball a little bit better. And Baylor also has, uh, a pretty good defense as well. So pulled out the win there and then really just blew the doors off Michigan state. It, I, it wasn't really close in the second half. Yeah. Matt, are we good? Are we good at basketball this year? I know there was going to be a drop off. I know the preseason ranking is doesn't yeah, mean anything really. It's but are we good? It's getting it's getting kind of scary fun. I want to see how Baylor handles conference play because the Big Twelve is a meat grinder of a conference. Um, and if you're if you have weakness or any kind of lacking uh, on either side of the floor, uh, it'll get exposed and and a lot. Um, yeah, man. Uh, you know, you you lose four professional athletes off a previous team, and you reload those athletes. Like I said, with two really big, talented, athletic, calm, poised freshmen, it, it looks pretty good. It looks different. It looks different, and a lot of people are a little frustrated with um, how some of the guard play has, has happened. But um, I mean, James Akinjo, very frustrating player to watch for some. I, I think I even got frustrated with him a little bit in the first half of that Michigan State game. But he won the tournament MVP. Like he is good yeah. and he is effective. And when he is going full speed and deferring to others and taking smart shots or taking shots at the rim, like he's really, really good. Um, and it, this team is really, really fun. Unfortunately, it looks like Iowa State's better. They will probably win a conference game. It looks like um, Texas is still talented. Oklahoma, there, there's going to be some bumps for some of the new coaches, but. It's still going to be a really, really good conference, and I'm really excited for conference play to kick off on New Year's Day. Anything else on Baylor basketball? We we, we also have to mention the women's team uh, played really, really well. They did lose against Maryland last week. Um, did you watch they, that game? I watched it. it. I watched a the little, whole thing. They got jobbed. Yeah. They got jobbed. Yeah. It's, yeah, I saw that. Not, not fantastic, but they responded really well, um, stringing off a, a bunch of wins last week. And uh, excited to see what Nikki Collin continues to do there. I think she's as we learn more, man. I do too. As we learn more about kind of what she's trying to do with that system, uh, we'll, we'll cover that a little bit more. But really, really fun weekend for Baylor sports across the board. Um, anything Perfect else? Weekend. Anything else on the weekend or the week? Anything you want to plug? What you, what you up to? Yeah, I'm not doing much, man. I'm going to the conference championship game, so I'm going to be sleeping in Waco on Thursday night. Uh, if anyone wants to hang out with me on Thursday, I'll be in Waco where I'm free on Thursday night. Um, then I'm going to Dallas Friday. Going to get real drunk. Apparently, Mo Porter, former Baylor football player, retweeted a tweet that included I our names that. in it to go drink I on Friday. I saw that. I saw that. So, it breaks uh, my heart that I won't be there. But yeah, I need, real I need shame. To, I need you to go link up with Mo and, and see what you guys can do. I will say, because it is very a stressful time of year, it's very stressful. A lot of people have a lot of uh, things hanging on uh, their heads and weights on their shoulders and just a lot, just a lot going on. Sometimes you need to take a break. You need to take a step back and just kind of unwind, maybe get your mental right. I will say for those of you who are patrons, I have recorded a, a little meditation mini episode just to help us recenter ourselves amongst coaching searches and other things happening in the world. Uh, so that will go up here later a bit. Just, I just want to make sure everybody's taking care of themselves. So I record a little ASMR-esque adjacent uh, meditation uh, episode there. So that should go up here pretty soon. 
Um, and we got some other just, cool things. That's just $5 a month where you get to hear Matt do some ASMR in your ears. And if you got AirPod Pros with the, with the noise canceling feature, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it could get wicked. So yeah. Yeah. something to think about. And we got the old, we got the Discord popping off. We got a little group chat. It's kind of picked up steam. We're kind of, it is. It, it's, it is. It's a real group chat now. Um, um, and we also have uh, an interview on the uh, patron feed that will go up probably late Wednesday. Um, I, I don't want to announce the guest in case it falls through, but pretty exciting there. National names. A national, it's Bob Stoops. Yep. Our interim interview is Bob Stoops. Uh, but a national name that uh, I'm, I'm excited to have on and chat with us for a few minutes about what he does. Um, anyway, Evan, I'm excited for this week. I am not excited about going back to work after the Thanksgiving holiday, uh, but I'm happy we get to do this on a weekly basis. We have fun. People, you don't know this, but Matt came to my apartment today. We, we hung out on purpose briefly during the work week today. Uh-huh. I used his bathroom. He used my bathroom. He's got a weak stream. Really no, weak stream. The door was shut. The door was shut. You don't, you don't really know. He turned exactly. on the vent so I wouldn't okay. hear the stream, well, but I heard it. All right. Well, that's okay. I thought it was a good stream, but 